Honey, you're ruining our kid with Jarlath and Tina, a Go Loud parenting podcast proudly sponsored by Buy Me. The only way to get done stores delivered to your door in as little as an hour. Shop the full range of grocery products handpicked by your Buy Me personal shopper. T's and C's apply. Welcome to the most challenging part of every parent's year. The time (laughs) when they're forced to be with their kids Mm -hmm. for what seems like months and months. It's um, you can feel it. You can feel it in the air. Uh, People getting stressed at the thought. Wherever you are right now, wherever you're listening to this, maybe you're taking a suspug out for a stroll. While you claw at your eyes and ask yourself, how am I related to these people? <laughs> that you birded. <laughs> you know, I, my heart goes out to you because... Yeah, well, a lot of clubs are being signed up to this morning. We've only got one, Tina. Yeah. There's only one kid here. Who we adore. How? Well, I guess when you've got, like, people go, oh, you can leave them, take care of themselves when there's a bunch of them. Yeah. Which is, you know, to... Yeah, no, Mikey definitely wants to be entertained. Yeah. Well, I made the mistake early on in his life of becoming his best friend, becoming his best pal, and being down on all fours at all times <laughs> with them and doing characters like Captain Hook and all of these mm. people. And then he just, that was all he wanted to do. It was like, let's play now, I guess, for the next three and a half hours while you swigged wine in the other room. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, what I thought yeah, was I mean, going that, on. That, the dream. Like, what's she doing in there? Swigging wine, eating cheese. I mean, it was just. I'd love to do that right now. It was abuse. It was abuse. <laughs> <laughs> I loved every minute of it, but it is a whole new ball game yeah. for uh, your kids now as they head into their teenage years or around that oh, yeah. super I mean, entitled 12th yeah. year of their life. Well, it definitely is the hardest summer approaching because our kid seems to think that he's his own man now and yeah. that he has his own plans he doesn't and think he he's will, left in the morning he can just get up and do whatever yeah, he wants i think a lot of kids hit 12 and they they're told you're leaving school yeah and they hear he i'm turning 21 i mean i, mean, I guess it, i gotta get out in the world here and like yeah because like i was a bit thrown yesterday because we had our son's graduation and after the graduation he just went okay we're all going to the dome and i was like no no you're supposed to ask can you Mm. and then like and he was like and by the way we're going out for dinner (laughs) but it was a real like i'm sure that we're not the only ones like he's a great kid really great but being swept along in the half-arsed plans of other kids but so last minute like so i was like you can't throw these plans at us this Mm. last minute well you know what was the challenge for, for us you you kept saying that i was undermining you the whole time because I kept going, look, we can't get him to come round today. Yeah, but we, we, like my today issue is the safety. day when we just have to be like. I was like, we can't just let yeah, but you. We're go not going to do anything unsafe, but we can't get him not to be like, guys. This is what we're doing. Yeah, well, that ship has sailed. We needed to get in earlier and be like, look, there's a lot of kids are going to be talking crazy about making arrangements to celebrate their graduation. It was something we were not prepared for. I was gobsmacked when he came up and was like, yeah, I'm going to the dome and then then I'm going to the restaurant. And I was like, and how are you going to get there 
walk oh yeah from town <laughs> to another town because we live in the middle of nowhere so basically the dome is in one town and the restaurant they were going to is in another town and i was like oh you're all gonna walk there okay mm. all right we'll see you tomorrow so but, like to generalize and to bring this out further <laughs> yeah to uh, all shocked. the parents that are out there now on their holidays with their own plan for mm. the summer this is the challenge yeah you gotta keep got everyone in the your loop. plan yeah we all have to keep each other in the loop the sense of them having their own ideas mm. for what they want to do with their summer, even little kids yeah. that are like, well, I don't want to do that. And it's like, well, I've spent a fortune arranging <laughs> this. <Yeah>. So <laughs> end of story. Well, it, at 12, they do seem impossible to please. Like just in passing last night, Mikey said, well, I obviously have my plans for the weekend. And I was like, well, could you let me in on them? Because I'm obviously the one who's going to have to facilitate these plans. But yeah, yeah well, he's going to get it. Like, this is the other thing. It's like, I don't I was like, let's not stress about this. Because like, at the end of the day, you're not going anywhere. Yeah, but he will without go my car. Because we, yeah, that's true. But like, we, I'm just like, like you, yesterday you we taught me this. Yeah, but that you don't go into every little row with them on these things that you just go, OK, well, we'll see. Yeah. And then there comes a point when he has to beg you to do it. Well, he has never but begged. But if you go on the grounds of, uh, you can't say that you want to do that. But like, you're you're the parent. Yeah, but this you're is... You're the boss. Okay. I the boss. Full, I the boss. Full disclosure. I find that because I've been using this method with Mikey for a long time, he's completely... He's so aware of it. He's so aware of it. Yeah. He's so a, like last night when I was like, he's yeah. He's a ninja. I was like, yeah, cool, Mikey. That sounds great. Yeah, great little summer head. And he goes, I know what you're doing. <laughs> I was like, you're, 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 you're just saying, oh yeah, this will be great. But you're actually thinking, you'll do what you're told. Do you think he listens to Honey, You're Running Your Bitch? <laughs> oh my god, could you imagine? Imagine that's what he's staying up at night listening to in his bed, like talking about me again. <laughs> he's probably got a Buy Me account. <laughs> he's well, ordering groceries to <laughs> yeah. his room. <laughs> Yeah, well, I wouldn't put it past them. These kids seem to know how to do bloody everything. Well, children know how to do everything. So <laughs> don't they got opinions on everything now? But, uh, you know, apart from that and the demanding and feeling a little bit taken for granted yesterday, the graduation out of school was unbelievably beautiful. Yeah, shout out to all the parents yeah. who are uh, still traumatized in terms of choking back tears. Oh, the emotional pornography that took place. Oh, it was so beautiful. The effort uh, it was that beautiful, went into but I mean, our kids' graduation. I was completely blown away by that. certain songs you cannot play for me yeah. that will not. Ruin me. I actually didn't I mean, think the graduation song was super appropriate. No. Well, it was about drinking. <laughs> Alcohol and nights out and um, people dying. Yeah. Like, I was just like, why would why would you play that song? Because, I, I like, to me, it makes me so sad. You People people know the song. You must know the, uh, that Maroon 5 song, Memories. Yeah. And, like, they've all got their arm in arm with each other. That's the one. You're already crying. Oh it's God. just like, uh, stop. Well, Charlotte associates that with Kobe and he's losing his yeah. hero. Just stop. But I just didn't Do think. Do not play that. <laughs> Shut it off. <laughs> I was like, like, this is not appropriate. But there you Here's the ones that we got. Here's the ones that are here but are not. Because the drinks bring <laughs> back Because the drinks. Off. Get the kids drinking. <laughs> Let's all have a few pints. <laughs> That's the moral. <laughs> anyway, it's 
it, today's episode is the last one before our summer break yeah. because that's how this podcast works. We're going to throw one up in July. And throw we will, of course. We cannot leave people to, on their no, own. No, and I will email back anyone who gets in touch. Yeah, honeyyourrunningkid at gmail.com is the place to But email. we won't be back weekly till September. Mm, because there's going to be emergency pods. I can smell it because some of the problems that this period throw mm. up. Yeah are just so they're so worrying you know you you're seeing more of your kid you're getting to see who your kid has become during the year i just have an avalanche of emails at the moment from parents being like what do i do what do i do with them all day how do i navigate this summer we'll get to that later in the show but to start with we've got to get to question number one which is an absolute doozy what do you do with your kid who requests food that they won't eat My daughter is going through a stage where she asks for a certain food, but then doesn't want to eat it. Like, I read that first line. I was like, I think this family goes for dinner too much. (laughs) She's used to people ordering what they want off menu. But is that where this is coming from? I grew up being forced to eat things I didn't like as a kid. We all did. Liver. Liver helps us play. I wasn't able to leave the table at all. Until my plate was cleared. So this is a tricky situation for me or anyone raised in yeah. the 80s or 90s. I didn't, I don't know what, how to handle it. She's always had two options of food. But now she will just say, I'm not hungry. Or my stomach hurts without even touching her food. Mm. What should I be doing? She will be four in September. It's very cute. Very worrying, very stressful. We all know food is very worrying, is it? Well, it is a bit. Well, she's not eating. She's saying there's pain in her tummy. But also, we know as parents, we get so stressed out about eating with our kids, don't we? Like, we really do, especially when they're tiny and we're like, you got to eat your food. This is your dinner I've made you. But it always comes back to, you know, what we, what I always try and enforce or promote is the tapas meals. You know, if you're having any issues with dinner times, Pale it all back. Don't ever offer or tell them, give them options for dinner. Prepare the dinner in little bowls, empty plates, and just let them choose and take what food they want from those bowls onto their plates. Take the pressure. tapas is something we've had like yeah. on the show like the way way back. Just remind time. people of what it is. So so, so she's like, what she her situation is that she goes, you can have chicken. Okay. Or you can have yeah, fish. That's too much. That's too much responsibility for the kid in the first place. There's way too much choice, way too much power. They can't be choosing what they're going to eat. You think you're making their life easier, but you're actually not. You're so introduce- no choice. No, you're introducing anxiety. They should be trying loads of different foods. And they should be just grateful for the food that gets put on the table. Right. But also... This sounds like this girl is ordering her dinners, which is also not okay because that's a total power struggle. She thinks she can put in a food order in the morning and mommy will just take care of that. That's not okay either. That's not what dinner time is about. Dinner time is supposed to be about, yeah, we get to eat food, but it's also about community of the house coming together and being together for kids, part of the day. But loads of kids just, I, I, I kind of find this hard to believe that you're suggesting that you don't 
go where it's lasagna night tonight. Yeah, and when they get a bit older, the child is four, Jarlet. You can't be saying these things to a four-year-old or a three-year-old or a two-year-old. What do you mean you can't be saying? So, Bec- but you're saying... But if you, okay, if you're having issues with your child eating, yeah, you cannot give them more power. You need to take the power away. You need to take the anxiety away. Just take the choices away from them. Just take over. Take full control of this. Make dinner time a fun thing they get to come to. Right. Take the pressure off the eating okay. by introducing tapas. Okay, I got you. I got yeah. you. So actually saying it's roast chicken night. Yeah. Is it is piling pressure on and, and allowing them to go. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Which is like my favorite kid voice. <laughs> like where they're just like. I'm an unreasonable diva and you have to dance for me and you just feel like taking the plate and tipping it (laughs) over them. Like you're saying, say dinner's ready. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny that we have to peel it right back. Yeah. Dinner's ready, y'all. Yeah. And it's here on the table in these little bowls. Dinner's ready. Empty plate. Help yourself. Don't even say it's here in these bowls. Help yourself. Help yourself. And then, you know, build it up. The first night they might only take from one bowl. But as long as they're eating, that's mm. all we worry about So you about might here. just have a kid that's surviving on sweet corn. Yeah. Well, you got to. I always say to put something out on, in one of the bowls that you know they'll definitely eat. So if they are a pasta fan, definitely have a little bowl of pasta on there that they can take from. But it's not all for them. Mm. It's about sharing and community and talking and enjoying the meal a bit more. And them also not feeling under pressure, but you're actually controlling what they eat. You actually are more in charge now than you ever were because you've put the stuff in the bowls. And the amount. Yeah, you have put the things on the table. Yeah. They get the illusion of being in charge of what they're eating and putting on their plate. morons. But but really... Yeah, I'm the boss. I love it. They're also more likely to explore different kinds of food in the bowls. Mm. Not on the first time, but as you gain their trust. Yeah, and when they see their dad doing it or their sister doing it. Yeah, and I also find sometimes these tortilla wraps or tortilla boats are brilliant things to put out there because they're likely to fill them up and eat. I like doing that. I eat more dinner when you put out those. But you won't have to do tapas forever. It's just until dinner becomes... trying stuff. Yeah. 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 Right. You just phase it out. The amount of people, guys, listening to this, that have received this advice from Tina over the past year, if we're looking back on our year of honey Mm -hmm. ruining our kid, definitely your number one piece of advice. Not one person has gotten touch to say it hasn't worked. Every single one. Any person who has gotten in touch about, oh my God, my children won't eat and I've advised them how to do tapas, every single one of them has said it has changed their life. Not just when they're at home on their own, but when they go to visit people, their kid is better at eating food. And when they go to a restaurant, their kid is better at eating food. Why is this such a common problem? I think sometimes we remember the nightmare of our dinners at home. As kids and how we were forced to eat food that we didn't want. Mm. So in a way, we've been way too gentle with our kids and way too considerate to how they explore food. And without knowing it, we have given them way too much power that they're not really ready for or able to handle. And they also know this really stresses them out. That's where I was going to go. When I act like this. That was my suggested answer is like, I know that a lot of the time Tina will go... You know, we've got to understand where the kid is coming from. Mm. And I will lean into 
and sometimes where the kid is coming from is I'm a little bollocks and I like watching you squirm. Yeah, but you, when you say that, it, I always feel bad because they're not consciously doing it. They're not consciously bollockses. No. Yeah, but they have subconsciously figured out, oh, I can really stress them out this time. And this causes chaos. And, you know, it, they don't enjoy it, but they do a little bit because they get so much attention. And think about it. Some kids, if they play up enough at dinner time, then get their one to one attention with one of their grown ups where they're spoon feeding them their dinner. I mean, oh that's the kid's dream. All they want is your company. Yeah. So, like, you just have to be so careful. But tapas is great because it means you're making one meal and all you're mm. doing is putting it out in separate parts on the table. So say you make roast chicken, right? You just cut the chicken up, put it in a bowl, okay? Then you've got your potatoes or your mash in a bowl, veg in a bowl. Everything's mm. just in separate bowls. And Plates you can choose empty. how much is in each bowl. Yeah. If you Plates don't want them eating all sweet corn. Yeah, of course. There's only enough for two handfuls. But I don't, you shouldn't put rules on it. you got to let yeah, the but kids that's what explore. I mean. Yeah. They're like you're, you're imposing the rule by going, well, everybody needs some sweet corn. You can't take all the sweet corn for yourself, can they? Yeah, well, I know, but I'm we're very... We're sharing at the dinner yeah, table. We're sharing. These bowls are for everyone to share from. And there's a way of just doing that without mm. even words, where it's like just making sure you're moving the bowls mm. around. Because Get you have... one of those little spinner I'm things. Very, yeah, I'm very worried about food and kids. I mean, I don't think like kids... Like nowadays. Yeah, I don't think kids should... I don't think kids should be as conscious about food as they are about food at mm. the moment. And I think we have to be really, really, really careful of the pressure we're putting on our kids with the food. Food should be something they enjoy. Dinner time should be a time when, you know, it's a time we're all together. We're all exploring foods. We're trying new things. And um, we all know if you get your kid involved in cooking, they are more likely to taste way more things in the process. Mm. So, so there you go. They looked, might enjoy even creating the tapas, tapas bowls themselves. Tapas changed our lives as well. Yeah. yeah, but like I say, you've got to be careful of the power. Mm. You're trying to take the power away from them. Don't give them the power back, but all of a sudden they're in charge of what goes in the bowls. I'm terrible at giving the power back. You are terrible at giving the power back. I tend to, I tend to ask him, what do you think? And I'm in the background and banging my going, head off the wall. Don't, don't ask. <laughs> Please. No, we have to lead sometimes. Of course, their opinion matters and we respect it. But you got to remember, you're the leader. They will follow your lead. Mm, they will follow. And they will get drunk on power very fast. Mm. And then getting that back is very tough. So you're the leader. Follow the leader. I'm in a very funny mood today because <laughs> it's our son's last day of school. And I keep getting very kind of silly emotional. About well, it. yeah, well, look, it is a it is a weird time. And a lot of this way, this we lead with this question this yeah. week because you're going to have a lot more meals yes. with your kid this summer. If the tapas is something you want to give a go, uh, give it a shot. All it requires is a few bowls yeah. and a little bit of separation. As like Tina said, it's not forever and also just last thing on this i really think your kids when they're this small they need food every two hours so like just don't worry about food so much just let mm. them have their snacks let them if they're hungry let them have things they're mm. burning their cat they're burning stuff so fast you don't want your kids grouchy this over summer, the summer yeah let them have snacks yeah healthy snacks one and a half to every two hours yeah. just give them some crackers give them cheese give an apple don't make them wait till lunchtime. They're tiny little children. <laughs> We've all seen those kids that arrive at the dinner table and eat like savages. Yeah. Because they're so hungry. And by that's the not time. good for them either. Then they get a pain in their tummy yeah. from the indigestion of that. And they're like, 
you know. Yeah. We had Mikey one time, I think, he felt hungry. We had been traveling. Oh, more than one time. It's any time that he's left alone with me. Yeah, well, I didn't want to <laughs> But it's so funny because he'll come to me and he'll be like, oh, yeah, there's something really wrong with my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm it's like, called hunger. I'm like, when did dad last feed you? We haven't eaten anything today. <laughs> okay, let's get you a sandwich. Yeah. You're just hungry. <laughs> Our next email comes from somebody who's struggling with their five-year-old and basic boundaries. Hi, I'm struggling with my five-year-old at the minute. The struggle is just to set the boundaries. She's at that phase now where she's really testing the limits on everything. The nighttime routine is a real struggle, even though we keep our schedule pretty good. It only changes on rare occasions. Today, she was found painting the windows <laughs> and windowsills oh, with with her older siblings. Oh, oh. Oh, no, with her older siblings' pens. Oh. That's different. <laughs> okay. If it was with the older sibling, I'd be going, yeah, young one, like, you're oh, off no. the hook. Yeah, I was like, Older oh, no. sibling, you put her up to this. Even though we had explained to her why it was wrong and she helped clean up the mess, her behavior seems to be worsening. Even though we're trying everything in our power to set the rules, do the boundaries. Mm. Any advice on this would be amazing. Thank you, Tina. Okay. Well, Her name's not Tina. She's saying thank you to Tina because she assumes I am going to be of absolutely no help here. <laughs> well, do you know what is beautiful about this is that I, I can nearly picture this five-year-old in my head. Charlotte knows that four or five-year-old girls are my favorite. I love them uh, They're my so favorite. Much. You just want to put them in tutus. They're like out-of-control rock stars at that age. Yeah. You know, they really are. Yeah. They feel like they've figured it all out. Sunglasses, uh, yeah. hat, pearls, bag. Oh, my God. They're amazing. And they really do get up to far more stuff on the sly than boys ever mm. do. Boys are always walking themselves into trouble by being way too honest. Girls mm-hmm. are so click. But, um, and I hate generalizing. I'm sorry for the generalization there. Um, but I, I feel like my gut tells me that this little girl is acting out for the very same reason that I'm always telling parents to watch out for. She is looking for attention. Yeah. So she the, these is things are getting her so much loads attention. of face to face time she is they're getting her to send her parents to send emails to yeah. podcast. <laughs> and like her mother dealt with that so well you know she wrote in the thing she got her to clean it up but that was one on one time with mommy mm. that she probably even the cleaning adored. probably yeah. enjoyed the cleaning I mean four and five year olds love cleaning mm. they live for that stuff like give them a sponge and some suds they're happy out um I think that mommy needs to be mindful and daddy of how they're praising this child and what attention they're giving her in moments when she's being quiet and good. I think this is a very simple fix. This little girl sounds like a good girl. The the fact that she was able to follow through with the punishment is amazing. Like she did something. There was a consequence for that. That's really good. The consequence was a practical consequence for what she had done. But I think what they need to do now is find moments like I'm always encouraging parents to do. I do it with you a lot, Charlotte. <laughs> Where you find them during the day, Charlotte's just giving me the middle finger now. Uh, and you get down to a level and you tell them things that, about them that are amazing. How much you love them. I don't remember you how doing you've this. Noticed, <laughs> how you've noticed them doing this and they love that you're doing that. And then when they do something like drawing on the windowsills again, this time 
you don't give that any attention, but you do the same consequence again. You follow through on the consequence silently. Wow. You cannot give eye contact or the words for that. Is the key. Because I feel like this girl is just craving attention, like no. all kids are. And probably are, because mom and dad are busy. It's not that they're yeah, neglectful of parents. Because I was it just the other say, thing we're like old, people go, we're old, struggling with this. They just want attention. Yeah. It's not because Tina's never accusing parents no. of being like uh, neglectful. We're so flat out busy. Yeah. I'm de- and I, These I, kids want a level of attention that you're like, I yeah. can't do that. And if, if parents just for a moment, and myself included, like sometimes in those moments you cannot bring yourself to a place of calm where you just think, okay, why are they doing this? Because look at what you're doing right now. You are mm. with them. You are shouting at them. You are looking at them. That's all they want. They just want you present in their life. So I really feel like this is a quick fix. Well, you, you've said a bunch of times on the show. And again, if we're recapping the year on Honey, mm. You're Ruining Our Kid. In quick with the praise. Yeah. It's Catch such them off a guard at times. Sit down beside them. Give them a little snuggle and say, you're such a great little girl. And I see all these wonderful things you're doing. And you make me so happy. I love you so much. Yeah. Then you've had moments in the day where that kid got praised for just being themselves. They didn't have to seek out opportunities to get your attention by being built. And that is fact. Kids will do what it takes to get your attention. And if that is, I, I know somebody emailed in during the week about their kid has broken five televisions so far this year. Yeah. Five televisions. How? They're saying in the email they said that their husband plays a lot of um, video games on this TV. I mean, there is no coincidence that the kid keeps breaking the TV that the dad uses to spend time on. I just feel like we got to be very careful. Wow. Well, I just pulls up this article that I came across the other day uh, just before we finish this out. And again, it's it's kind of a side note to this. Hmm. But we do know that our attention is dragged to our phone a lot of the time. Uh, This is published uh, during the week saying that a study found that parents phone use in front of their kids can harm their emotional intelligence what? Uh, and it's a great read we'll put the link oh, that in make me nearly vomit uh, when it comes to raising children in a digital age one of the worst things a parents can do is give their kid a smartphone and hope for the best and i mean that's the alternative right that people go look i do need to be on my phone for work here's a screen for you but like when you say that like I get like a massive headache in my head because I'm just like that's an, it's just so impossible for parents to get it right at the moment mm. because okay you sh- we shouldn't be giving our kids screens just to get so we can achieve things but then there's a point where they have to be screen literate as well I mean I got a letter from Mikey's school this week saying that the only exam they get is computer literacy yeah i was like what yeah so now but that's these kids only, are graded because of their no because i know what that is is that they're saying to you they're not gonna do an assessment of their academics that's done mm. now they just want to know well who needs a bit of help With the for com- when they turn to access the computers in the I school know, but isn't that amazing so if you're a parent but that's about equal quality of access yeah, and you i know, know but we know a family who has not allowed their children to be on screens at all. Mm, like even and they're telly. behind, yeah. 
So, like, that child is going in blind completely. So where's the happy medium? I don't know. It's all... Well, this article is really interesting because there's, this is basically research that says that you being on your phone it's affects a, you your child's emotional okay. intelligence. So research suggests that the emotional intelligence of kids can be adversely impacted by their parents' use of oh, smartphones. That's terrifying. All too common scene of a caregiving, uh, caregiver engaging with the screen with their child nearby seeking attention. Yeah. Uh, so emotional intelligence is a set of mental abilities that allows a person to recognize and understand and manage their emotional states. Yeah. So according yeah. to the research, people are born with some level or capacity for emotional intelligence, but it's also a skill set that can be learned and practiced and developed, but it varies from person to person. Well, we know that. We know that in school that teachers will do social, intellectual, emotional intelligence. Those, mm. those children are graded on those what, things. What she's saying in her research is that some people are very good at detecting emotional nuance in themselves and others, while others aren't. At a more advanced level, some people are very good at regulating their emotions, such as anxiety or anger, and others not so much. But when you're in this situation with the parent on mm. the phone, you're losing out on the opportunity to witness changes in yeah. emotions that it's just if you think about it, just think yeah. about the state in which you do look at your phone well i have to say the amount sometimes on tiktok or instagram there's all these videos parents put up of their kids being phone away phone away and they're laughing about the kid trying tiny to baby to trying to get phone. but i'm like to me that's like the saddest thing i can see i'm like your tiny baby who can barely talk is saying, can you please look at me and put your phone down? Yeah. That kills me. Look, in the same way as you're probably going to have rules for your kid this summer around gaming and screens, yeah. you probably need them for yourself too. I think we do. And I definitely need to because as people know, that's how I post my content. Yeah, well, I think, I think... Via my phone. I think people are getting better at this. Even this morning, a friend got in touch to say, sorry, I haven't been in touch for a while. We've been on holidays and I didn't have my phone on. And I was like, fair play to you. That's Hard a holiday. To do. But that's an actual holiday now. If you could turn yeah, off your phone, that's a holiday. I mean, that th we all need this break. Um, yeah. I hope this is a help to this mom anyway. Yeah. And, uh, well, I really do think this is a easy uh, answer. Just redirect. Hmm. Watch your child, observe and her. And the now and next. Yeah, let her know. Yeah, of course. Let her know now they were doing this, next we're doing that. But I really think this child's just craving attention. And if you can just ignore the bad stuff. This mom's already doing a great job of consequences, seeing through, you know, she did that. She wrote on the windowsill, she had to clean it. That's mm. brilliant. That's a practical consequence. Yeah, but the praise needs to the come. The praise needs to come. And in those moments of when you catch her doing something like that, give it nothing and just, just follow through on the consequence silently. Okay, silently. Then come in later, see her do something beautiful, give her a hug, tell her how wonderful she is. You don't actually have to point out the bad stuff. Give it nothing. Retrain where she's looking for her attention. And we're back. I always <laughs> wanted to say that, you know, like out of the break. Uh, let's go to a commercial or I love like just in my life to be able to go, we're out of time and uh, just end things that I'm finding boring and stuff. <laughs> but we really are back. If you can hear a croak in my voice now, it's because I've been away for four days and we had just yeah. recorded that. And I literally just got I, I can't finish the recording yeah, of this episode. Run to the airport. Run to the airport. I got to see everything. 
in that four days because I was traveling so yeah. much. Right. It was perfect to come back now and go, oh, I'm seeing the parents at the airport, mm. like in boots before I got my flight out of Dublin. Uh, uh, put that back. Put that back. Oh, mommy, I really want to get these. You're not getting them. You're not getting them. Why? This is like back and forth <laughs> oh, all the way God, through. This, this woman is just trying to buy water for the flight. She gets to the self-checkout. That one's not working, mommy. Now, this kid's <laughs> talking like that, but he's four. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's not working, mommy. That one's not working. There's a red light flashing on that one, mommy. That means it's not working. And she goes, it means that they're getting a member of staff. <laughs> He's like, no, I think it means it's not working. In the meantime, the daughter, who is clearly smarter and a little bit older, is going, mummy, this one is free. She's <laughs> kind of presenting it like a game show. She's so like, this one does not have a red light it's flashing. It's her mother. And the mother is just on the, she hasn't left Dublin Airport. <laughs> She's about to go on her holiday. I know. And I was just like, we, this episode might be the life raft that you cling to, mm. or certainly is the last one that we're doing for a while because if you say it's a term time show but like Tina we went on Anton Savage last night yeah well. yesterday and the hard shoulder that was so much fun that he was the so first time lovely. as well that we've gone on together to do one of those parenting spots yeah you and me I way preferred it it was so much fun you have no idea how stressed out I am when it's just me yeah, oh, well, I know. Oh, well, you, Charlotte, well, well. knows. I've seen the rash. Yeah, <laughs> the rash. <laughs> she the breaks lumps, out in a rash. The welts that come up. Now, Poor Pat Kenny's like, what's happening to your skin? Her face is going red. <laughs> He's so lovely, though. But the, but like that was just how it should be done. It was so much fun. But also yeah. just to hear people getting back in touch about one suggestion. Like mm. If you leave this episode with nothing else. Yeah. That visual calendar idea. Yeah. That your kids over the summer going when are we doing this when yeah. is this that can be the head melter yeah well, I did it with Mikey the other day we sat down and went through the calendar and popped in some movie nights and the you know park days it doesn't these things don't have to cost money because yeah. let's be honest Emerald Park is on our doorstep but it's like it's 120 pound every time we want to go oh listen which I think is pretty shitty this, since they're actually yeah, on our doorstep we live next to Crow Park like, but we don't like, get any tickets yeah I feel like the roller coaster is our house is part of that yeah but um but this visual like, thing yeah, really sets the mind at ease, him. And even also, for you. Yeah, even for me. And it just avoids all those questions because he wakes up in the morning, he looks at the calendar, he knows exactly where his week is going. And also it's the countdown. It's them not being surprised that they're going back to school. It's visually seeing here's my summer, but there's mm. school. These are the dates. Pop in a few dates where you have to get ready for school. Yeah. I'm a little bit hyper right now, Jared. It's totally chill because... Our office just nearly went on fire. <laughs> <laughs> there was nearly a fire. I feel like there's flame. I inhaled it or ate some flame. It was a lot of wax. Yeah. It was a candle in an Orla Kylie thingy yeah. for candles. And Which it is was... actually the second one of those I had. My friend I mean, Mar- that's the real no, issue no, but here. Hang on a second. Maraid, my friend in England, got me one. It and exploded. It's the second time it's happened. And Lucy Goosey got me this one. This must Charlotte, be I'm saying there, there, there must Orla. be something with the ceramics. Yeah, but, really um, fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jared is f- so chill because yeah. he was like, there's a lot of flame coming. I don't know, That's I'm giving I me a Dublin you. accent. <laughs> the, there was flames coming out of the back. And I turned head. around and I was like, it's on fire. It's on there's fire. a fire, Jared. So she went over and calmly blew on it. I tried to blow on it, but I made it. it more oxygen and the flames went high. Turns out it... It, it needed oxygen. <laughs> needed. Anyway, the place nearly went up. I went yeah. over. But this is not news that Tina panics in these situations. I'll never forget her mother choking in the kitchen 
me coming in and Tina's response, <laughs> the help she was giving in this moment was to run around the kitchen shouting, she's choking. Tina. Not to perform the Heimlich, which Tina is trained in, <laughs> to run around the room going, she is choking. <laughs> Everyone. Charlie, do you, we laugh about that, but honestly, sometimes I have moments where I think, oh my God, what if you hadn't come in? My mother would have died because I wasn't going to help her. You helped her. Like mm. I was just like in a flap going, shush, how dare Someone has to notify everybody of the emergency that's taking place. But I've done first... So you were the hype man for the emergency. How many times have I done first aid? Like too many times. I still... Yeah, you're bored by it. <laughs> Yeah. It, no, I'm not bored by it. I just shouldn't. Just hope well, that it's not me you're relying you on. To, to not panic. I asked That's them the that. first thing they say. After that incident, the last time I did first aid, I was like, how do you help people cope with panic? And they were like, well, there's not much we can do about that because that's just how, how do you react in the moment? Look, this is the thing. Mm. There's going to be people listening to this on their holidays and there's going to be mad moments on these trips. Yeah. <laughs> and definitely. Not panicking mm. is the key, but you can't learn it. You no. either are a person who panics or doesn't. That's why the defibrillators are so clever, yeah. because they to- they say it. There's instructions, so even if you're panicking, you can yeah. you can listen to the very clear instructions. We have one final question. Yeah. Before we head over to Patreon for the extra stuff, if you're with us on Patreon, we got some great stuff, bonus material for you, Jay. So stick around for that at the end. Let's go to our next question. You guys helped me out so massively before with our bedtime routine and was just hoping if I could get your help again with our daughter who is two and a half. Well, that's such a compliment, isn't it? I love when people get back. Yeah. I'm like, phew. That worked out. Okay. (laughs) Take another swing. Uh, This two year old, two and a half year old was showing all the signs she was ready to body train. The first few days went okay, but a week and a half in now, she's refusing to even sit on the potty. Seems to be holding her wee for as long as she can before wetting herself. I know we're only a week and a half in, Mm. but we don't want to make potty time a trauma time. And in your opinion, do you think we should just stop and pick it up in a month or two? Now, you've obviously been back forth with this person because this is one of those emails that you get that's urgent well actually i do feel bad about this email i have been back and forth with these people it's all fine now but there were so many emails that i was a bit late to this one and when i got back to them they had already they had said quite wisely we've left it wow we're gonna start again and i that takes courage yeah oh big time also they didn't have the crash on board again another time where they just couldn't get the crash on board unbelievable you're paying them all of this money they seemed the crash the crashes seem to have their own rules when it comes to toilet training that i feel like they're just not making clear enough to parents whose children are attending there and maybe if there's just a bit more clarity then it's easier (laughs) for the parent to start toilet training in line with what the crash are willing to do but what I did tell this dad who got in touch was, I said, well, fair play, because you got to trust your gut and you've got to know what's happening. But I said, when you come back to this, and this is what I always want to stress with the toilet training, the whole family needs to be ready. Huh. You need to give your child a whole week of checking. Are they dry in the morning? Is their nappy dry? Really make sure they're ready. If their nappy is dry in the mornings after a night in their bed, you know they have the capacity to hold their wee. Okay, that is a really big sign. Then you got to know in your heart, is my child ready for this? Mm. Then you got to have big rewards to start with. Going to the toilet, big as you have to go. Disneyland. (laughs) 
turn the shit off. <laughs> but like the ch- you gotta make going to the toilet fun. Yeah. It has to be like you're singing, your yeah. talk Game show. show host. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta bring the all the energy and make it seem like Right. Toilet and hard. weeing and pooing is the best because people, when I say this to parents, they say, but how, how then do I stop with the rewards? But it's easy. It is so easy because look, you start with the rewards like jellies, sweets. The toilet is so much fun, right? Mm. Then you just phase it out. Don't worry mm. because as long as you keep the actual. I'll have to get jellies in the next shop. No, no, no. It's just like they were getting three jellies. Now they're getting one jelly. If you don't say anything, mm. if you don't say that. It won't come mm. up. Yeah. Parents are always feeding their kids lines. Mm. Just don't mention the jellies another time because you know what they love more than jellies? The praise. The, hug. the hugs and the praise. That's the praise that shouldn't go. Yeah. But the actual enforcers, the reinforcers need to go. Right. Like the toys and stuff. It's okay. Like, I remember when Mikey was toilet training, he worked up to a Captain Hook outfit at the end of the week. Do you remember? That was what he worked up and to. And he, he, the whole time he was little he always remembered he was like i did that i yeah, got that that's yeah. the captain hook costume i earned oh god and i mean it was so cute <laughs> and he was like fully in character he was, captain hook he was dastardly the time he was but like let me ask you this right because this is our summer roundup episode yeah okay a lot of people would be going we'd like this done before we leave for our holiday is yeah. that putting that kind of in in impending doom or a time scale on it is that a bad idea yeah like i do think if there's pressure on it at all yeah it's not going to work because you're going to bring stress yeah so in fact wait till you come back from the holidays. yeah like i feel like you know this family did do the right thing it was causing their child upsetment the right thing is to stop leave it they're gonna to have to leave it a while now to restart for me personally though i feel like if you just know that you're ready if you just know the rewards are big your kid is going to find going to the toilet mm. fun you have to lead it you have to be like yay look yeah, at us yeah. we're doing our wee wee in the toilet and you're so might cool. be comfortable doing that like no, let's you, be honest you got to bring yourself to that not place everyone is because your kid has to think oh my god mommy's mom yeah, and dad are so proud of me like you can but do it like Jarlet, even does I it work does it work? Oh, it works. But like, you know, it's going to be embarrassing. Like you're going to feel like a douche for doing this, you, but it does work because they, yeah. th- that's the reason why people well, like, behave like that on Barney. I feel, yeah, there is. And like, I feel like, you know, we we're on the hard shoulder yesterday with Anton and it was very funny because very quickly oh, yeah. the questions became very a much personal, to personal Anton, <laughs> Anton <laughs> yeah. questions about his family and struggles yeah, he's yeah. having. And he asked about, well, what do you do if your kid is super clever and good at negotiating? And when they come to you and you you say no, they have a way of going, well, uh, bring the higher powers in. And he had he had to sit right back in the chair because I said, well, I would never say no. Why are we saying no? I love love this moment. But all you have to do is say, I love that idea. That's a great idea. I'm going to go and talk to dad about it or I'm going to take some time to think about that and I'll get back to you. One or two things will happen there. One, you'll go away and think about it and come back with an alternative yeah, or a way of making it happen. Back, yeah. Two, the child might forget about it. Yeah. And when he raises it so again, you all you have to, to say back. is, thanks for reminding me. I yeah. loved that idea. Yeah. But occasionally you are going to have to come back and go, yep, that we are going to do that. Yeah. Or, or you know what? That doesn't work, but we thought about it and this might work instead. Because my mom used to say, um, we'll think about it. Yeah, or I don't like we'll think about it either. go, uh, maybe. And and I was like, mm, that means no. Yeah. 
But I think when you say to a kid, I love that. That's a great idea. Thanks for thinking of the family. Thanks for thinking of things we can do. They're just so happy you listen to them yeah. and that they weren't poo pooed on that they'll just walk off thinking. But won't they eventually be like me and go, well, that means it's not happening? Well, I mean, I do think. Because they make so many crap suggestions Yeah, Tina. but I think as a parent, you Where know, do we you get can't. a bouncing castle? Yeah, but That's you a can't. great idea, is it? No, it's a shite idea. We're not getting a bouncing castle. Electricity <laughs> bills through the roof. <laughs> Charlotte, I'm not, I mean. Like, but they're making crap suggestions, <laughs> Tina. I can't. You're making. <laughs> How many times you, am I going to go? Like That's a wonderful I idea. Do, Let's get a snake. I do with you all the time. You haven't copped on to it. We're together <laughs> oh, 23 years. She got me. <laughs> That's it. That's not a bad place to leave it, Tina. That's uh, it for season one. Of what? Honey and a, Running Kid. What a year. What a year. What a year. And so much more planned for season two when the school year begins again but of course there's going to be a few bonus episodes dropping across yeah, the like summer this is our July episode and we'll hopefully do one in August and yeah. as I said before the emails are open keep I them just, coming in yeah. honey you're ruining our kid at gmail.com shout out to Keila Brogdon at Go Loud to buy me our partner uh, you can still download the buy me app mm-hmm. and use the offer code honey10 to get 10 euros free groceries right away which we all know we could all do with yeah and also uh, we I don't know about you guys but we're holidaying in Ireland and I've been really stressing about the evening meals and having to make our way to the shop so buy me's going to come in pretty that will, handy that'll that do it uh, Tina thanks so much thanks to all of you for emailing in of course if you want more there's an extra chunk of goodness over on patreon.com forward slash irishmanabroad and thank you to everyone who has been spreading the word and telling their friends <laughs> exactly we really appreciate yeah, yeah. it we don't have a marketing budget we need you to do that <laughs> have a great summer guys honey you're ruining our kid with Jarlath and Tina a go loud parenting podcast proudly sponsored by buy me the only way to get done stores delivered to your door in as little as an hour don't forget use code honey10 for 10 euro off your first order t's and c's apply